1: Hey, friend O. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Run News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief for you today. Larson, what's in the news? So, on the heels of
0: her WB release and then the uh, trash gate incident that followed, where her belongings were sent back to her by WB in a trash bag inside of a box, uh, Mickey James appeared on the Grown Ass Woman podcast to talk about her frustrations with creative during her time, or most recent time at WB. Uh, and how her pitch for a women's wrestling show uh, was apparently shut down. These transcripts are from Fightful. That's what she had to say. Quote, anything I've pitched, they weren't into it. I wanted to find a balance in between. There was this moment where I said, what if we do an all-female brand? If I could help lead up that and have an awesome team of women, we have talent, tools, and facilities. It would really help all the girls who are not getting television time. This one person says to me, they're never going to do it, ever. Women's wrestling doesn't make money. WWE uh, Evolution was the lowest rated pay-per-view ever in WWE. I get what you're trying to do, but I don't understand why you're fighting so hard for it. Uh, You should play the card you're dealt and see if there's a way to incorporate that within a show rather than fight for it to be its own show. Uh, She continues, I just realized that every decision they do, a lot of it is business and how it falls in line with business. I'm just disappointed as a whole with being made to feel old with the pens and a walker and the whole ageism thing. I think we missed a lot, sorry, missed out on a lot of moments, whether it was me tying Trish's record and Charlotte tied that and beat me or the Chelsea Green angle. I originally pitched that angle for Liv because I love Liv. There
1: were several moments we could have done and should
0: have done that we missed the
1: boat on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, for for as far as they've come with women's wrestling in the WWE, they have a long way to go because when you look at Legends like, you know, like still active legends like Randy Orton, um, guys like that who have been around for a long time. I mean, they brought Edge back as soon as he was able to. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the guys who've been there a little bit longer, like you, you, they, they have missed out on a lot of opportunities uh, in the women's side of things. Um, when it comes to like Mickey James specifically, because, you know, she still has a lot to give in terms of actual yes. wrestling yes. and she has a rich backstory and a rich history with the WWE. Yep. Um, it is a shame that they don't approach legends in that capacity, the way they do the same with the men. Um, so there is a lot of work there to do. Um, I mean, in terms of, you know, what she said about a women's specific brand, um, I mean, if what she told was was true in terms of WWE not believing that women's wrestling makes money, who am I to argue with their assessment of their own business? Um, but I thought that in terms of developing your talent, that seems like it could have been a cool idea. But you know, that's that's WWE's business model. and I'd, It's hard to hard to argue with that, you know. But yeah. Uh, speaking of WWE's business model, that can go back
0: to some semblance of how it used to be. Starting around SummerSlam, maybe. We don't know where SummerSlam's going to be, but uh, WrestleVotes has, uh, is hinting at something. It's very vague, very nebulous. Let's see if we can parse uh, this tweet and, and speculate on a destination. That's what WrestleVotes had to say about SummerSlam. Quote, Hearing a lot, hearing a hot SummerSlam location rumor that would excite a ton of people, but not at liberty to disclose yet Simply because those discussions are still in flux, however, considering many cities are starting to lift restrictions, I wouldn't expect any announcement prior to
1: June. That's okay. another month away. You are typically better at remembering locations than I am in terms of, like, wrestling events. All right. What do you think this could be? I mean, the, like, the first thing that comes to mind when it's like, oh, a hot location, the only thing I can think of is MSG. Uh-huh. That's all I can think of.
0: I'm you- thinking literally literally actual las vegas.
1: temperature-wise hot okay and a lot of people would be
0: excited to go to las vegas because there's a lot of things to do in las vegas yeah there are literally hot especially in the summer
1: okay yeah yeah
0: it at the at the at the raiders football
1: stadium mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, is, ve- yeah. Is, is vegas where that last ufc 261 took place was that in vegas i don't know okay. i don't
0: know where that last fight took place All wasn't right. it in florida
1: I assume all that shit's taking place in Florida because it's the only place crazy enough to let all those people in. It's
0: 261, you said?
1: 261, yeah. Let's see who gets it first. Yeah, Jacksonville. 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 Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, MSJ, I don't know if they want to run inside of a building and That's not have thing. an open-air place. I was place. trying to think yeah. of
0: places where they would, because they, they, they could do open-air venues, but they'd have to be football or soccer stadiums. They couldn't be baseball stadiums, probably because the setup time. Uh, would probably be too long, mm-hmm. even if the team's on a, a road trip, mm-hmm. to do it in baseball. Right. So, I mean, I know mid-August is right on the cusp of the football season. Mm-hmm. but, You know, I think they can load in and load out probably in enough time. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the preseason is gonna look like the NFL this year. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. but I would think it'd be much more likely to happen in a football stadium than a baseball one
1: yeah yeah so that'll be interesting uh also interesting the uh the rumors of aew moving off wednesdays potentially with this hockey deal and warners uh tony khan made comments about that he opened he appeared on busted open radio talked about the possibility of moving aew to a different night after turning that deal with the nhl he said this i know wednesday night is our slot and our home I'm thrilled with our partnership with TNT. It's the lifeblood of our company and our primary revenue source. It's the way most fans get exposed to AEW and see our show. Every Wednesday that we do Dynamite for a lot of wrestling fans, it's a really important night of the week. I want everyone to rest. be rest assured that they, they're not going to have to worry about these kinds of major. We have a contract with over two and a half years left for Wednesday nights in this slot. If there was ever an opportunity to move or a deal to be had, I would consider it. If we did something, it would have to be a really good deal for AEW and make sense for us. As it stands right now, that is the spot we're in. If we move, I would certainly consider a deal if there was something in it for AEW. Um, In other AEW uh, news, the ratings are in and they're down. But coverage of Biden's address last night dominated the cable ratings, which meant that AEW's numbers uh, obviously would take a hit. Eight hundred and eighty-nine thousand total viewership, with the point three three in the eighteen to forty-nine demo. The all the all important demo. Sorry, forgot that qualifier there. The all important <laughs> eighteen to forty-nine
0: tenth, demo. Tenth, tenth, and all of cable television. Yeah, the Biden's address coverage of that from the news networks dominated, dominated the top five.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of a no-brainer. What the, the more interesting number is just going to be blood and guts. It's always interesting yeah. to track, you know, the the big events. The, the enthusiasm for uh the product um it's mm-hmm. always an interesting thing to keep an it eye is. on
0: and, and AEW did a pretty darn good job last night in the building up to that uh blood and guts match mm-hmm. they sure did that segment with inner circle and pinnacle is really good
1: so mm-hmm. uh nxt uk just went down today we did a live watch along like we do every single week on the twitch twitch.tv forward slash steven larson also a reminder tonight 5 p.m. eastern i'm sorry 5 p.m. pacific 8 p.m. eastern mm-hmm. also on the twitch we'll be co-streaming impact wrestling with the enforcer you'll get to see impact wrestling on rt on our screen as it happens on our tv screen as on it our happens TV screens, yes. i know i'm old um it's a lot of fun every single week we have a ton of friendos that come out for it uh but uh, but yeah we did a watch along for NXT UK opened up with Teoman. Versus the debuting Rohan Raja, he had a quick promo about turning his dreams into reality and making his WWE debut. Uh, but uh, you know that debut uh, wasn't too exciting because Teoman <laughs> ripped his Just shoulder his out of his right out of its socket. They even did so he was in a submission and he and he and he like torqued it back, and they did like a sound effect, like a grinding, <laughs> crackling sound effect that was pretty horrifying but very effective. Mm-hmm. um and uh, and teoman got on the mic afterwards as Rasha was writhing in pain and he said, I don't know if you're stupid or brave. do you see that the eye is watching all of I don't know all of what? Uh, I don't, know. I don't know interesting twist of Olive. words there. he's
0: pointing to his eye mm-hmm. after that we had a video package for uh, are they just being called subculture now, not South Wales subculture anymore.
1: Well, they were talking a lot about subculture.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end, there was like a title thing that popped up. Oh, it just
1: said, yeah, then that's it. That's because yeah. they're kind of All a right. trio now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Mark Andrews, uh, Flash Morgan Webster, and Danny Luna. Danny Luna, Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was so kind of a video cool. package for them. Yeah. And they made a quick Ilya Dragunov interview. He's about to talk. He's quickly interrupted by Mastiff. He's
1: like the Elias of UK. He's always interrupted. Like they're always trying to get he's always trying to spill his emotional guts about this temper issue he has. And it's always somebody inter- interrupting him, even, you know, with 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 pure intentions like Mastiff today. Yeah, he's just being friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. He goes up to him, and says, hey, I could sympathize with your temper issues. How about this? In the spirit of competition, let's try to beat the temper out of each other. And Ilya says, you're
1: on. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to try to help him out. Uh, after that, slimy Sid Scala introduces Kaylee Ray. Uh, uh, she gives him some static for his introduction, says it wasn't good enough. She talks about being the longest reigning women's champ in all of WWE. Uh, she lists off some names that she took down. Tony Storm, Piper Niven, Jenny Mako Satomura. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Sid's like, Hey, we got a pretty strong stacked women's division here. We're going to have an elimination five-way match. And the winner of that gets a title shot and they introduce them via some dramatic spotlights. And they're just chilling on the side of BT sports arena there. Uh, it was Ginny, Isla, Dawn, Zaya Brookside, Danny Luna, and, uh, Millie McKenzie. And, uh, Kayla Ray looks at him unimpressed says, don't get your hopes up. None of y'all have what it takes to beat the forever champion.
0: Correct. After that, a pretty deadly video
1: package. And what's their catchphrase? Oh, boy. Boy, howdy. Boy, please? I don't know. I remember. I remember. These guys have like... True heel heat with me, man. I just want to see them get their asses kicked. I could tell. They're so irritating, but in that good way that you want.
0: I could tell. Uh, And then we had a Tyler Bate A-Kid video package. They're going to have their Heritage Cup match in three weeks.
1: I want, Therefore, I want two weeks of video packages of Tyler Bate connecting with nature. That's been his thing, all being zen-like. That's the Tyler Bate that I want to see. After that, we had uh, Shaw Samuels. Uh, versus uh, Levi Muir, who I had not seen before. Uh, And then Shaw wins with his Spinebuster finish, Mind the Gap, which is what I named it, because he's themed with London Underground subway system, public transit stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, we were sitting there during the watch long thinking, what could his finisher be named? I do not even know that he did a Spinebuster for a finish. But what could it be named? Mind the Gap. Is that he was doing
0: a, a a cobra clutch, named it what the butcher the butcher's hook,
1: yeah yeah. He's not a butcher. No, he's a subway customer service representative or a connoisseur of the subway. Maybe he yeah. knows the history of the London Underground. Could be, you know. Uh, regardless, regardless, that's his thing. He's a finisher that's
0: in line with the theme of his gimmick.
1: Mm-hmm. Mind the gap.
0: Uh, and next we had a Tread Seven interview. He's talking about the journey he's been on oh, the last couple of months. How so exciting he's been. He's like, hey, you know, if I continue to have get to have an influence, positive influence here, it's great. I'm one of the founding fathers of NXT UK, Sam Gradwell Boy
1: Yogurt, one Him of the crab. founding fathers. I signed my contract on the same day for the same money as you. But I came back from a career. Career-ending injury. I can't say career in my bad British accent, my Gradwell voice. He says he came back from a career-ending injury, and nobody batted an eye. Well, uh, and then he says, you're not on my level. You're not on my level. And then he walked away, and, then, and Trent Seven looks sad. He ruined Trent Seven's day. He was having a nice day. He, probably had, he was probably on his way for some tea and scones, and maybe later on some kebabs and a pint. And then Gradwell just pissed all over that. Yeah. Now he's going to go yeah. home and watch some Coronation Street.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know either. <laughs> After that, we had a... This is really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Valkyrie. Can I pronounce her first name again? Effie. Effie. Yes, thank you. Eva? Uh, Eva. No, it wasn't Eva. Effie. Eva. 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 that's what it Eva. Eva Valkyrie versus Mako Satomura. Man, this match is really good. Yeah. They gave it a ton of time and it delivered uh, Mako picks up the wood with a, what's their kick called? Scorpio
1: again? rising. Yeah. But the only thing, it's not really rising, because she just like brings that leg down with thunder yeah. on her yeah. the back of her opponent's neck. It was amazing. Uh, great match. Valkyrie was great on finish. quite the win streak. She was having confidence mm-hmm. issues. She'll probably just sink back down into having more confidence issues. But she shouldn't. She put on a really great match here with yeah, Mako. Yeah,
0: this was a really good match. It was really good, really, really good. Highlight really, of the really night
1: good. was next. Symbiosis, a video package. So oh, dear. now formerly known as the pack, they got rid of wild boar, brought on Tyson T-Bone. And so they needed a new name apparently. And so they're up against the chain link fence and Eddie Dennis rattles off some nonsense. So like each guy, like I forget what primates deal was, but uh, uh, Tyson T-Bone said I'd lost my way. Oh, primate said he was born on the battlefield. And then uh, Tyson T-Bone said, you know, I used to be the most dominating presence. Of- no one could stop me. Yeah, no one could stop. But he, I, I remember that guy eating a lot of losses. Yeah, he did uh, a lot. And then he said, I went away, found myself. I lost my way. I found my way. And uh, and now I'm back. And then Eddie Dennis says something like, they're my ammunition. And I'm the machine gun. And... And based on symbiotic. like, and based on their
0: Tron, their video package it's like someone read Secret Wars, symbiosis, and and like the origins of Venom. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's that's their thing now.
1: I saw a movie called Venom. <laughs> My favorite Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man Three. <laughs> they got that kid from that '70s show to be Venom. <laughs> After that we had uh oh uh, elongated uh Kenny Williams Amir Jordan video package where Amir Jordan's just throwing out all sorts of slander towards Kenny Williams calling him scum and Kenny Williams brings up the excellent point of he knew what kind of competitor I was from the get-go it was like talking yep. about back in 2018 when they got together. Yep. And Amir Jordan's like, why can't he just not be like that? And he's like, dude, that's how he was. Why are you trying to change people? It's like, this is who I am. This is who I've always been. It's a, that's a life lesson right there, man. Because I believe in wins and lessons. You need to learn. Wins and learning. Wins and learning. Well, you, you learn lessons. You got to learn. You can't change people. You shouldn't try. People are the way they are. They will either evolve on their own or they won't. You shouldn't try to change people. Unless they're like super hooked on drugs, then it's probably advisable you try to change that. Anyways, next week we've got Ilya versus Mastiff. We've got Supernova Sessions with Nathan Frazier. And, uh, and then we had our main event Symbiosis versus Gallus. Gallus boys, uh, uh, you know, were taken to the limits, but in the end, Coffee pinned Primate after his rolling elbow. <laughs> Not their limits. <laughs> uh you know like were there limits within sight not even at the precipice of being in sight no okay middle of their limits yeah 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 walk through the park of their limits yeah okay (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Middle of the road of their other limits. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's Coffee
1: good. got the win. Uh, Mark. Uh, sorry. Joe Coffee got the win after his rolling elbow. Yeah. Uh, Prime yeah I'm primate. Tonight we got Smackdown. Oh, that's right. The Enforcer is doing no tomorrow night. We got tomorrow night. We got Smackdown. Today's Thursday. Oh, that's right. Man, yeah. my days are all mixed up. Oh yogurt! So we'll, we'll do the
0: preview for our SmackDown preview. Expect the SmackDown preview for tomorrow's news
1: well, There that? you go. And the enforcers taking it off. Because I was like, wait a second, that's not today. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, we're gonna be doing impact later on. Also, Friendo Club TV, that's coming up at 3 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, ask Steven Larson. It's asked Steven Larson. So uh yeah, uh Friendo Club TV. Uh $5 on the Patreon, YouTube channel membership, Twitch sub. You can check that out as well. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye help support going in raw today by becoming a friendo club tv member you'll get access to new bonus episodes every week including friendo club arcade live power rank vintage 10 for the wins and ask steven larson get access to friendo club tv today by becoming a five dollar and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Stephen larson by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash steven
2: larson In just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co hosts James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one
2: automotive podcast in the world.